Hey, oh, it me, that him, we do shit. Hi, I brab that um, leap. Uh-huh. Because blue very leapy, and uh-huh. as you can tell, my voice is still not back up to par. No. I'm better than I was last week. But better is good. Yes, like I'm at least able to project a little bit. However, my entire upper register is still shot. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Yeah. You might get a tiny squeak out of that, and then I'll go into a coughing fit. Yeah, pretty much. That's about accurate. Yeah. Uh, I'm providing sound effects today, apparently. I love it. Oh, yeah. I think I provide sound effects. Oh. I have that ability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I sleepy because I opened at the cafe this morning, and people like coffee really fucking early, even on a weekday, weekend day. What day is it? Sometime. And they want to drink caffeine in the mornings and so when you work at a cafe you have to get up before those people yeah yeah you poor soul you have my deepest condolences <sighs> my brother was okay he was complaining but not to me he was cl- complaining to my mom and then it's my mom's birthday today day of recording happy birthday happy mom, birthday, mom. Thanks. Uh, yeah. uh, she says hi by the way um i'll tell mom i said yeah, hi and happy I, birthday i will do um and uh uh yeah so he was complaining to my mom and then my mom being the little snitch she is was telling me about it and i was like hey my brother can just go fuck right off right because he was saying he was complaining about the fact that he had to get up for work at 8 30 <laughs> it's like the luxury <laughs> and then get this right he was complaining that he got off of work at 6 30 and then had to go to work at 8 30 in the morning and i was like Dude, I have to close tomorrow, and then I open on Monday. Like, you little bitch boy. No, <laughs> you don't get to complain about that, okay? I yeah. I have literally nine hours in between my shift. That gives me a half-hour commute either way, right? So I get eight hours, which is supposed to be a full night's sleep, to just be in my apartment before I have to go back to work again. Yeah, that's, for one, that should be illegal. Yeah. Like that, that should not be a thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that bullshit. Mm-mm. Total bullshit. I don't get to see sunlight. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's valid. Yeah. What even is sunlight? Actually, you know what? We're gamers at heart and weebs. What is sunlight? That's a fair, very true. We do not buy sunscreen, not because we don't need it, but because we don't need it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. Life uh, is great. Yeah. So, you know, that's going to be my weekend. Um, how's yours is bachelor party? You did things. That was, was that last weekend? That was last weekend. Yeah. So that was last weekend. Okay. So we went to Top Golf. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Got to smack some balls around. They have a, <laughs> you're more than welcome to soundboard this if you want to. I don't mm. care. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> Got to smack some balls around. Yeah. Soundboard. Then now you we have had... me saying it too. We yeah, well, look at that. You could layer it, make a whole jingle. It'll be a fun time. Could new new jingle bells. New jingle j- Jing- jingle balls. <laughs> that's a that's exactly where I was gonna go with it too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did that. Had really shitty dinner, like really uh, shitty service. Mm-hmm, mm. But you know what? We out here, we game, and it's fine. I I'm willing to let it go. We're never going back to eat there because the food was beyond subpar. Mm what it normally is and also the service was as shit as the last time we went there so that's kind of walker and i are very much the kind of people to where we will go out of our way Mm. to give people business over local businesses if you give us better service fully yeah like a lot of the reason why we went to said establishment i'm not going to name them because of very shit service we got Mm. i'm not going to sit here and badmouth them Mm. but we used to patron there a lot because they had a phenomenal wing flavor that I love because you know me, I love hot things. You do. So hot th- <laughs> Your girlfriend is feeling very flattered right now. <laughs> love you. <laughs> anyway, so the and not only were they exceptionally hot, but they were also exceptionally flavorful. Yeah. So therefore, that's like a win-win for me because at this <laughs> point, I have made it very well known that I can eat stupidly hot things and will eat stupidly hot things. Mm. 
but unless stupidly hot things also have good flavor now, I'm not going to eat them because it's not worth punishing my body to eat really hot shit if I'm not going to enjoy it in the process. Fair point. So they got rid of that wing flavor. And right after they got rid of this wing flavor, everything else went exceptionally downhill, too. Rude. So, yeah, the service was absolute shit. And the bad part is, our waitress, God bless her, was not busy. She just paid us no attention. Yeah. She went and stood at another table for like an hour. She refilled our drinks once, and we were there for like almost two hours. Yeah. And I I don't know, man. Just... They're, I don't know. Like, again, I don't want to sit here and bad mouth, but at the same time, that was kind of shit. Yeah. But on the bright side, had really good anime this week, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the entire Chainsaw Man manga was animated this week, and Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. That's the new The new episode of My Hero came out today. And I have yet to see it, but it's another one of my favorite scenes out of the manga. So I look forward to watching that. Mm-hmm. And then since I'm taking tomorrow off of church to give myself another day of vocal rest, I'm going to catch up on my trash rom-com. And I'm very excited for that. Nice. Because trash rom-com is honestly one of my biggest sleeper hits of the year. Mm. Like I initially thought it was just going to be trash and that be that kind of like. What else was it that we watched that we thought was going to be trash and turned good? Was it Misfit? <laughs> so of, was it Misfit of No, not Misfit. Um, oh God, what was that? <laughs> Fuck. What was that Isekai we watched not too long ago? Oh, um. Do, oh do, shit. Do, do. I'm just trying to. The ultimate game. Uh. Why do I not remember that? Is the it one on the like the the yeah it should be um. But yeah, ultimate game with the silver and red Pokeball that follows him around. That one. <gasps> no, uh, Where dude just wants to be a mob in another world since he played that um, oh, dating no. sim and died falling down the stairs. I uh, vaguely, it's not present, but vaguely, I've watched. Yeah. I've been reading uh, like twenty five different isekais this past week, so my brain is like infiltrated. Oh. Um. Yeah, like, I I rediscovered manga apps, which is dumb. But you know how you, like, take a break from apps and then you dive back into them? Uh-huh. Did that this week. And so my lunch breaks have just been filled with, like, reading random manga. Um, nice. Yeah, it's been a good time. Nothing super noteworthy yet that's, like, I'm like, okay, this shit's the shit. Uh-huh. Um, but... I fell down an isekai loophole. I do this, I feel like, annually. I feel like it's like an annual trend. Every now and again, I'll just like, oh, isekai. Um, you know? Uh-huh. I'll isekai myself into <laughs> watching isekai. <laughs> oh, one yeah. could only wish. I, too, would like to be isekai. truck you may find me wherever you like. I see them all the time here in Toronto. It's weird. Yeah. Okay? So, I feel like I see them more. After I told that story about how we were watching so much isekai yeah. at one point, and then I ended up seeing the truck, and my brain went pull out in front of it. Yeah. Ever since then, it's like a really weird synchronicity in the brain to where now you notice them more. Yeah. Yeah, I see them all the time, because where, like, roundabouts where I work, well, I kind of, like, all of downtown Toronto, to be honest, has, like, lots of tiny little shops. Uh-huh. And lots of these tiny little shops used trucking to to deliver shit to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's just like there, there must be like a truck summer delivery service or something. Like, I don't know, um, around that uses all these little tiny trucks. And I guess it makes sense because it's very easy to access all the back alleys and stuff if they have like their storage, you know, alley. Like sometimes you have a back entrance to a store where the stock room is and shit. Yeah. Um, it makes sense to use a small little truck, especially in the city. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I see them all the fucking time. Every single time I'm like, whip out my phone, take a picture, send it to Brad. Um, never do it in time. Always too slow <laughs> on the pull. Love that. Love that so much. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, there was a point to what we were talking about. Isekai. 
yeah, reading manga. Um, I'll let you know if I come across anything that's really fucking good. But right now, mediocre. Nice, nice. Yeah. Also, I still have us a login for Viz. So if you ever want to read Shonen, I got you covered. I appreciate the password sharing. I mean, I I pay $2 a month for it. I don't care to share. Honestly, that sounds like you are breaking the bank, my guy. I am breaking the bank so hard to the point to where even if I go through a phase of not reading manga, I miss out on a couple packs of ramen noodles, whatever well I do. That's not just a couple. If you go to like my local dollar store, that's six packs of noodles, my guy. No, no, I'm a bougie bitch now. I either get shin ramyun or nothing. Wow. You are bougie. Have, have you had shin ramyun? Uh, I, I've probably at some point. It's delicious. I really, I've been digging the um, Korean kimchi noodles recently. Ooh, that sounds interesting. They're real good. I like kimchi. Nice. Kimchi's real good. I need to um, go to the local ramen place again sometime soon. I haven't I haven't given the nice people my business in a while. I got a I got a couple of good ramen recommendations and I haven't checked them out yet. So I need to I need to do that. Actually ramen I need to text tour? Them I need to do a ramen tour, especially the city. This city. I've only been to a couple of ramen spots and I, I've gotten the habit, you know where you find a good one and then you only go to that one? And it's like, but you stop looking for other good ones, even though you hear whispers of other good places. I need to get out of the knack and go and try other places that are good. It's the ADHD. It's the hyperfixation. It is. Well, yeah, it it is that. (laughs) We do do that. We were just talking about how, before hitting record, we were talking about how uh, uh, Brad's sick and I'm overtired. So the pair of us are, are... Regular masking for ADHD, fucking gone, my guy. It's like out. 100%. Although, you know what is pretty much an ADHD trip as well? Like mushroom trip or just like how? Sure. Sure. Okay, fair. What? The Legends of Vox Machina felt like a trip. I did feel uh, we went some places. But it was great. (laughs) Was I? Okay, so first impressions. Cross between animation style. Cross between um avatar the last airbender and totally spies you know i can i can kind of see that for yeah. sure that's where my brain went yeah i can i can 100 see that yeah anyway this shit's not our usual shit it's slightly different shit but in the same vein it's american made shit but it was also D, so it was great yeah I got told at one point it was a bad idea to branch out, and now I'm saying, fuck you, I'm branching out. And so we watched this, and I had a great time. It was <laughs> We're go- covering it. Yeah, it's it's a thing that we did. David Tennant, what the fuck? <laughs> you, you good? Um, like, the David Tennant? There's no way that's the David Tennant. I'm, it fucking is the David Tennant. I'm, I'm confused, what? Um, David Tennant, Doctor Who. Uh huh. And or Harry Potter, he played Barty Crouch Jr. You know the guy who's like who was Mad Eye Moody's um, imposter and was like licking his lips all the time. Yeah, yeah. David Tennant. Uh-huh. Um, he voiced General Krieg in this. Oh, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. That's why the Scottish is so good because he, <laughs> he's because he's Scottish. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Okay. Yeah. Because the English voice acting, I mean, no offense, not great for the English accents. I'm not even worried about that. I just enjoyed the voice acting. Voice acting was good, but well, the, I, I, I will say I had one issue with voice acting. Okay. Um, fuck. Uh, Percy's sister that I can't think of what the fuck her name is. Oh, um, uh, uh, Cassandra? Yes? Question mark? Yeah, Cassie. Yeah. Cassandra, Cass. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I did not enjoy that. No. Well, Something then, about it just felt unnatural. She was kind of stilted. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, like, it felt very stiff. Everything else, like, flowed and kind of, like, had the proper emotion and everything behind it. Yeah. Whereas hers is just very... Eh. Yeah, my 
I, I am with you on that. And then my complaint for the voice actors who were doing British accents mm-hmm. is this is coming from someone obviously who is English, but has also lived in North America for a good number of years. They yeah. sounded a lot like me on a lot of words, It, which is fine because of the, the feel of the story. But if you were to try and pass them off as being completely English, you would be unsuccessful. Um, they have an issue with R's and E-A words. So the, uh, for, from a voice acting perspective, in UK English, they're posh, right? They're, these are the people that are speaking English. They're, they're my kind of accent. So they were trying to, for instance, the word where. Where... We almost don't say the R, like it's an open-ended vowel sound, where. It's really hard for an American to replicate that because where has such a hard R sound. Yeah. So you can, they get the EA bit, the where, but then they add the R. So it ends up being where, where, and it still sounds American, but Mm. It sounds English and American combined, which is why I say it sounds like me, because it sounds like it sounds like an immigrant voice. <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like. So I pick up on it because it sounds like me. And an Englishman would pick up on it because it sounds like an American putting on a British accent. Mm. An American wouldn't pick up on it. You get me? Yeah, I didn't pick up on it. Yeah. So me listening to this, those English voice actors, I knew they weren't English. Or I thought they are English, but they've lived in America for a long enough time to where their accent has warped. Mm-hmm. That's my complaint with the voice acting, is that this wouldn't pass in the UK. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. That makes sense. And I'm going to double check, but I believe both voice voice actors are, yeah, American voice actor for Vax and for Vex. Um. Also Los Angeles based. It doesn't say if she's American, but uh, American voice actress. Yeah, both American. Did a decent job. You wouldn't pass in England. Yeah. Is yeah my my criticism of that. I like yeah. I don't. I wouldn't notice if I wasn't English. If you're North American, you won't be able to hear it. If you are English, it can be something that is annoying to you. And I know this because of Black Butler. <laughs> What about Black Butler? Uh, okay, so the English voice acting in that for the English dub, I have been very much warned to never watch by the twins. They said, absolutely do not touch the English voice dub of this because you will just be angry the whole time. Shall we Shall we watch it dubbed? I, we may have to, or at least one episode, because apparently Sebastian in it, the voice acting, is supposed to be English, is atrocious. I don't know. haven't seen it myself, but they have warned me very deeply to never that watch like, that sounds like something for us to do next year it, it might have to be but yeah that is my complaint with the voice acting is that um i could tell they were american voice actors yeah let's do it yeah but yeah i find it i uh yeah in general um okay so <laughs> back to what voice acting thing um uh, you have to deal with my adhd rants today um the voice acting Americans have a harder time doing a British accent than Brits do doing an American accent. And I think the reason being is the actual shape of the palate of your, like your mouth palate. Mm-hmm. Because when you're a kid and your face is all soft, you develop a palate that is influenced directly by your language. And that includes regional accents. So the shape of your face is different. For some reason... The the shape of a British accent face is able to be infiltrated by an American accent. Like for us, it's just relaxing. But if you're already relaxed, it's really, really difficult to to strengthen, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you don't have the face shape for it. <laughs> I feel like like the best way to describe it, I guess, is like if you've spent your whole life in bed. You've never gotten out of bed. Your muscles are all like atrophied. It's a lot harder for you to get up and walk around than it is for somebody that's like really, really active to go and lie in bed. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, that makes sense. But like for your face, right? So. Sure. Yeah. So like me talking in a British accent, natural. Me speaking an American accent is just kind of like a relaxed version of that. Like it's just me taking my British accent and just like slurring everything, taking out all the enunciation, taking out – for some reason my pitch goes down. Don't really know why that happens. I guess it's just like <laughs> part of the relaxing. But like, yeah, it's just like taking everything that I was doing before and just like toning it down. Mm-hmm. To go from that to this, I feel like is so much harder. And I, yeah, I feel like it's an actual face thing as opposed to a, a talent thing. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. I don't Makes know. sense for me. Yeah. It's like why some people can't roll their R's. Yeah, it makes sense. Because if they never grew up speaking a, a last night language, it's harder to do so. Or yeah. Scottish, like good old. Like David Tennant. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted. Let's go back into shit that we were talking about. Sure. Yeah, I got distracted. Uh, Legend of Vox Machina. I don't have any background because it's not an anime. Yeah, it's not an anime. It was developed by Chris Pranowski. And Critical Role, it is based off of Campaign 1 of Critical Role, created by Matthew Mercer. Hmm. There are 12 episodes running between 24 to 28 minutes, and you can find it on Amazon Yeah, Prime. Yes. It's, I believe it's got a 16 plus rating. I don't know if that's consistent across all episodes, but it was uh, consistent on the one that I looked at. Um, <laughs> I think on most, it just, it needs to be, con- it's consistent enough. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, um, if you are a parent of a 16 year old <laughs> that wishes to watch this, um, some 16-year-olds will find this a bit much. Most 16-year-olds should be fine. However, there is a large amount of sexual content, large amount of blood and gore, large amount of innuendos and jokes. I feel like the vast majority of 16-year-olds will be just fine watching this. However, something to bear in mind, it is heavy on the 16. Yeah, honestly, I'd probably put this at 18+. plus. I feel like it's fair to just give it an R rating, just yeah. to be on the safe side. Um, and that's fair. Just because there's a lot of very, like, blatant sexual humor and um, graphic gore, blood, that kind of thing. Violence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, one of, like, yeah, there's a lot of sexual jokes in this. Very, very, mm. very, very, very obvious ones that they don't, like, it's funny. But yeah. Yeah, like episode one is a very blatant. Um, it's it's a good joke, but it's, it's oh yeah, it was yeah. great. We don't want to say it because it'll spoil it, but it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it it's great. So yeah. if if you think it's appropriate for a sixteen year old, yeah, let him go for it. If you don't, watch it first and then make the decision. Yeah, at least watch the first episode. I feel like the first episode is the worst of the sexual humor, but know that the yeah. violence is consistent throughout. Um, 100%. In fact, it ramps up from episode one. Yeah. If you like um, the first episode and think it's fine, the rest of the show will be fine. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, maybe give the first episode a watch. So with all that being said, shall we chuck on the spoiler chicken hats? Let's do so. All right. So spoiler chicken hats on first question. Who's your favorite character? Oh, um. Uh, 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 oh, um, um, oh, he's not on the character sheet. Why is he not on the character sheet? I can't remember his name. The big dude. Are you talking about Grog? Yes. Why is he not on the character sheet? Grog, oh, there I'm, he is. Found I'm him. looking at Wikipedia, so that's how I got all that information. Yeah, Grog. Uh, I see why he's not on the character sheet, because he is. Um, It's just that he is a art rendition, as opposed to the animated imagery Ah, so makes sense um yes he is there um grog is my favorite character so he's also mine yeah (laughs) grog is best boy oh yeah 100 percent like grog just pretty much made the entire show for me yeah i mean grog put his hands in the booty he really did yeah But also just just the way he reacts to things, like he's, a lot of the just the shit that he does. He just likes to kill, but he's an emotional boy. Yeah, like he he loves Pike to death. Also, 
some some of the brilliance of the show. So the bit where Pike comes back and the undead's jaw just falls off. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting in bed watching that. Yeah. House was dead quiet. Yeah. And I just start busting out laughing. It was funny. Like ungodly loud laughing. Like, like his I jaw could dropped. not keep it together. Like quite literally. <laughs> there was also there was another pun. What was the other pun that just got me giggling? That was very subtle. Um Oh, I can't remember. There was another pun earlier on in the series that just, it was so subtle. And it was almost this, like, panda camera, my vibe bit. It was very, very subtle. And I don't know if everyone got it because of how subtle it would, it was. But it made me giggle. So watch out for hidden puns. They're fun. Yeah, there was there was a lot. Yeah. And it was great. I was, I was crying. Yeah. Show's excellent. The humor in it is Does Grog excellent. have a pop? Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, so I know they are, like, some of the characters have pop figures. Yes, he does. Grog has pop. Ooh. Because I, I want to collect them all now. Pokemon. Dun, dun. Totally wrong theme song. We're going to go with it. No, good enough. <laughs> good enough. I want to be the very best. Like Grog. So it's Grog, but it's not, like, it's not show Grog. It looks more like Kratos. Yeah, it's not our grog. That's not the grog that we know and love. But you know what? It's okay. Still want to collect them all. Is a grog. He's a Goliath barbarian fighter. Yep. That is a lot of multi-classing. Yes. Also, Travis Willingham, you have uh, done a fantastic job of making grog the squishiest of big boys. Oh, one one hundred percent. Like there are a lot of times in the show, it's like, oh, I just want to give him a hug, but also he'll probably cut me in half. Yeah, uh, unless you give him a pint first. Yeah. Also, that bit at the end where he's like, "No, I'm not gonna let you control me. You're trying to seduce me." <laughs> yeah, but it, he doesn't know whether dying. or not he wants to be seduced, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's great. Okay. Um, shall we, shall we do a quick rundown of the story? Um, yeah, if you want, let's do this bitch. Okay. So, and to put in kind of a timeline of where this takes place during the critical role story, episodes one and two take place before critical role even started. Mm. So that way it kind of gives you a background on the characters and like how they come into the show and whatnot. And then from episode three on, it starts taking place around episode four, or not episode four, but episode 24 of Critical Role, and then just kind of continues on from there. And a second season is in production, and a third season has already been greenlit. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Um, I did find that the first couple episodes were, like, different. Um, to the rest and that's that hearing that makes a lot of sense it felt like you know when you watch an anime that has like a couple pilot episodes and they're Uh like individual stories before the actual story happens yeah that's it very this or like saturday morning cartoons and you're like the first couple cartoons honestly kind of like the airbender where the first few episodes were like avatar the last airbender uh, where they're like kind of part of the story but also not really and then you have to wait a little bit for the actual story to give a shit you know yeah like if it's very that mm-hmm. which i will say the first two episodes do a good job of like letting you get to know all the characters and like get a good vibe off of all of them and what they're about oh yeah you get punched in the face by like like character development like not development yeah. but like establishment oh one 100 yeah. especially with scanlan and grog yeah. But Scanlan, I mean, Scanlan has quite the introduction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, my God. I mean, yeah. So episode one is pretty much one big tavern brawl, at least for the first half. Yeah. With just a whole lot of gags and jokes and shit thrown in. Uh, yeah, Scanlan was certainly involved in the first part of that. Uh, he, 
yeah, he the only thing that he was <laughs> well, the two things he was involved in, one the barmaid's daughter. Yeah. And then two getting kicked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Step one, step two. That's all there was to it. Minus <laughs> Percy getting chucked into the room with him and the barmaid's daughter. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah, there was that. Yeah. So yeah, they all get kicked out of the they all get kicked out of the tavern. They're broke. <laughs> Sorry, a lot of talking causes issues. Um so yeah, they get kicked out of the tavern. They're dead broke. They have nothing else to do. So they're like, oh, let's go take a quest from the Duke or whatever the fuck homie is. Mm. Pretty much Duke, ruler of the area, city. I don't fucking no, never, never really gave a chance to care. Anyway. So they take a quest to go figure out what's happening. They figure out it's a dragon. The dragon absolutely destroys the village that they go to. They're all pissed because they like the people in the village after only having just met them. And episode ends. Episode two. They go fight a dragon. Yes. Uh, yeah. This. Uh, okay. So, so this is an establishing episode, right? But. I did feel okay. So now knowing that, I'm a little conflicted because later on, I'm just going to skip a bit just so I can get this point out. But like later on, there's a whole thing about Percy keeping secrets, and the one person who kind of like I want to say gets on his case for it because she doesn't get on his case, but like she is the one to kind of call him out on like keeping secrets is Vex, and she is literally does that in this episode. The whole episode. Like, does the same thing of, like, you don't need to know about my background. Like, I'm not going to tell you because I didn't think it was relevant to you information. Like, that's the plot of this episode is, like, her knowing about dragons and shit, but, like, keeping it to herself because she's not sure. Well, didn't she also say, like, she wasn't sure until the dragon actually showed up? Yeah. At the village. And she's like, oh, okay, I get this now. So I'm going to tell you all this. Yeah. But then Percy doesn't know that. Uh, the whatever the fuck whoever they are um briarwoods are gonna be at the dinner he doesn't know they're gonna be there but she gets on his case that night like why didn't you tell us his information like well because he didn't know same shit as you yeah but homie caused a major scene where she just got a massive headache yeah, but also, she also wasn't sure also Percy a knew about the briarwoods yeah but he didn't know they were gonna be there so I'm all I'm saying is I was a little bit hypocritical, but also no, not fine. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> also, there was a lot of shit that, as far as the show was concerned, there was a lot of that that was just kind of left out. Okay, because there was a whole rest of what happened before Critical Role started in the 24 episodes of Critical Role, each yeah. one being like four plus hours long. Yeah. So there was a lot of character building that we, the audience, was left out of Fair over that. So from a show perspective, I 100% understand where you're coming from. Yeah. From a overall content perspective, yeah, we, who knows what happened. All I know is I can't put up with those first like 24 to 30 episodes of Critical Role because that audio is awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. And also, considering they're continuing on with this show, I'm honestly saying fuck campaign one. I'm listening to campaign two. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, yeah, okay, fair. Like, yeah, I just a little blah blah blah. That's my point. Um, then they have to go to the royal bitches, and they're like, "Hey, royal bitch, we found a dragon," and they're all like, "We're gonna send an army," and they're like, "Maybe not." And they're like, too bad, so sad, go home. And they're like, no. And so they go out and they go find the dragon too. Except they go through a butt to do so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when they're in the butt, they're actually like in Smog's like whole chamber. Yeah, they find a dragon cave that is actually um, the cave of, what's his face? Um, David Tennant. Yeah. They're, they're in his cave. <laughs> Ooh, uh. <laughs> and, and yeah, they, because it comes to find out that David Tennant is actually a spy and is a dragon. 
Yeah. He kills the the royal person. Um, the weirdo the one. Hell. Yeah, yeah, the weird one. Yeah. Kills him, disappears into the butt. They yeah. all jump into the butt. They touch in, the butt. Yeah. Grog touched the butt. Grog, Grog did more than touch that butt. He ogled it for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they go through a painting of a butt. Yeah. They're inside a cave, fight the dragon, kill the dragon, don't manage to steal any of the gold. No. And leave. Yeah. Um, and then they save the kingdom, so they get a house. They were promised treasure, instead they get a house. Yeah. Also, little boy died. We it, They try and make us feel sad about it. I did feel a little bit sad about it, but like it happened so fast that I didn't feel that sad about it. I mean, honestly, with all the comedy in the show, I didn't feel bad about anything. Yeah. like I there's Actually, a- I I got really upset about Keyleth there towards the end. Yeah. But then I was like, nah. Nah. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, they try and make you feel sad about shit, but the characters aren't sad characters. <laughs> it's not, they, this isn't a show where, like, you can feel happy and humorous and sad. It doesn't do that. This is just shit to giggles. So when it's, like, sad, you're also in the back of your head, you're going, yep, yeah, this is kind of funny, though. Like, I'm sorry she's dying on the floor, but this is actually kind of funny. Like, yeah. you know, and yeah, and I feel kind of guilty about it, but that kind of makes it even funnier. Is like, oh my god, Grog is on the back of a cart crying because his friend is missing, and you're like, it's kind of funny though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it just it it fits the point. Yeah, like, oh, sorry, Grog, your Pike is missing, but also this is kind of hilarious. Also, his Pike is missing. His Pike was missing. No, <laughs> oh, poor Grog. Poor Grog. <laughs> Hope he finds his Pike. That that's a bad thing to be missing. <laughs> and it's, uh, I mean, like, are we? <laughs> Now in my head, I'm like half picturing a fish, but also picturing like, you know, when you do a pike jump and you try and touch your toes. So I'm like, is he like, is it like a, a folded in half fish? <laughs> Who knows? A pike sandwich. Delicious. And then pretty much the rest of the show is a quest to kill the Briarwoods, who is a vampire and a necromancer. Yeah, because... What do you need to summon the undead apart from being already dead? More death? More add the death. There's a big old tree. The tree's sad because there's no sunlight. Same. Yeah. Even though we just had a bit earlier in the show about how we don't go out in the sun. Yeah. But we're sad about it. We still won't do it, but we're sad. <laughs> <laughs> we Thank think- God. I wish I could go out and be social. Yeah, we'll change our desktop to be like a sunny, uh, sunny day. And then we're like, oh, look, the sun. It's a picture of it. And <laughs> so so Percy's all sad because his family was killed. And it's kind of funny. And, and, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell us that your whole family was killed? And he was like, that's my business. And then, then he made it their business by trying to kill the briar with the dinner. Yeah. And they're like, that kind of ruined dessert. And so then they're like, hey, maybe we should all team up and get caught in a house that we can't leave because we're in timeout because the royal family was like, hey, maybe don't try and kill some government official rich people. And they're like, they were also controlled by those government official rich people that were also a vampire and a necromancer. Fair. So they're like, you got to stay home. There's a curfew. Sauce. And they were attacked by wraiths. And so were the guards. And they all bled from their eyeballs. Yeah, it was kind of gross. It was kind of gross. But don't worry, because Kiki is now has light. When it used to be Pike, and now it's also Kiki. But Pike is sad now, because Pike's necklace doesn't work. Anyway, (laughs) necromancy spell, like, pierces her, but also, like, cracks the necklace. Yeah. And then now Pike has depression, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> now Pike, so she can't use her paladin powers. Now Pike depressed. is now Pike has depression. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it uh, was. I mean, it kind of was. So she's like, "Bye, Grog," and Grog now has depression too. And so everyone's depressed, and it's it's still kind of funny. <laughs> and so Percy's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go avenge my family," and Vex and Vax and uh, like. Well, we be your family now. But Vax is also like, hey, Kiki, you looking kind of cute. And Vax is like, nah, brother, 
stop thinking it with your pants while she's also kind of thinking with her pants in a way. And again, she's kind of hypocritical. Yeah. Um, cause she's checking Percy out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So then everyone goes to the was a nice village. Now is not so much. <coughs> and there's a revolution, but it's secret. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Don't, don't tell nobody, but we're gonna, we're gonna do this all by ourselves. Except not, because apparently the head priestess is like, hey, you guys want to go take over a castle? Yeah, and then they find another Scot. But then Percy decides to, hell, I don't even know what happened. Homie got possessed by a demon. Yeah, uh, he he was already kind of smoky, and then he just got more and more smoky until he was on fire in the end. Although, I will say, the first time that it happens, whenever they're in the jail, yeah. And he, like, slips in between the bars, and, like, once it's just him smoking, and then the next, he's got the witch doctor mask on. I was like, oh, that's kind of sick. Yeah, he was plagified. And then shot the dude to pieces. Uh-huh. Um, also, his sister's alive. Yeah, and Scanlan is mute. Um, big fights, lots of chase scenes, many people die. A whole lot of people die. Pike... Becomes not depressed and gets her light back. <laughs> yeah, and then Astral projects yeah. for fun. And that's whenever the jaw falls off. Which is hilarious. I was fucking crying. Yeah. It was great. Kiki nearly dies. Fax is sad. Yeah, but she's not dead because of spit magic. Yeah, what was it? Dirt and spit. Dirt herbs, spit, and a little bit of Scanlan magic. Yeah, it was like, the rhyme was like, um, spit and mud. I don't remember it. Make this shit do something good. Fair enough. Silas dies. Cassie's possessed. Lady Brywood's kind of sad about it. She was more kind of vengeful about it. Yeah, like she kind of bonded with Percy for a bit there. And then Cass just stabs her in the throat. Yeah. And then... So so they'll make it out free and fine. Everything's okay. Yeah. And then they heal a tree and go into another portal and exit the butt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the whole plot. Except dragons show up at the end. Oh, forgot about that. There's like four of them. Yeah. And that's where it ends. So season two, a quest to kill four dragons. Yeah. It's Maybe. Like episode one times four. Pretty much. The fourth episode. They they barely managed to kill one dragon. So what are they going to do about four? Yeah, but Pike had an upgrade. And Kiki had an upgrade. So I got to thinking about this. Right. And you know how, like, she was fucking up most of her, like, magic uses until the end? hmm The only thing I can think of is that... Because apparently this is very faithful to the campaign. Mm. So with all of that being said, the only thing that I can think of is Marisha Ray, the lady that plays Kiki Mm. or Keyleth, was rolling incredibly shit during all of those. Like, homie was just fucking up. Yeah. Which is hilarious, yeah. and I love it. But at the same time, I was like, because with all the knowledge of what it was, I was like, oh my god, this is going so poorly. Yeah. Also, whatever they couldn't get into the fucking jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, they couldn't pick the lock. No. Percy just comes flying out of a window yeah. for absolutely no reason, and Scanlan is just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. They also couldn't roll to save their lives. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, again, like, they like tried, just because... <clears throat> they tried it originally as well. There was another door lock situation where they tried to melt it. They tried to unlock it with magic. And then Vax has to come and lockpick it. Yeah. It's like the first two rolls <clears throat> didn't work. Also, whenever they were running through the prison and a homie busts into a room where they're playing D&D. Yeah. I died at that point, too. I'm like, that's a funny gag. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It was a fun time. I highly recommend watching it if you need just shenanigans. It's a good show to watch in chunks. Like, I feel like this is a good one to watch casually. I wouldn't recommend binging it. It's, um, I didn't find it as, like, 
captivating as other shows that we've watched. It's still entertaining and there's a lot of really, really good jokes, but the storyline isn't one where you can't, like, where you have to pay attention. Like, you can watch and then, like, do laundry or whatever and then come back and you still know what's happening. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, there's benefits and, like, drawbacks to that. Benefits being, obviously you can just have it playing in the background. And I think that kind of makes rewatchability in a way higher because you'll spot new things every time you watch it because of that. If you have real bad ADHD, like this person that's talking, hello, um, I was very distracted whilst watching this, um, doing other things (laughs) on my phone a lot. I still enjoyed it, was able to keep up with it, um, I will also say, though, I watch everything subbed. This I watched, obviously, with the English cast. Um, and uh, that does make a difference for me. If something is subbed, I have to pay attention to it because I have to read the subtitles. It yeah. helps me with my ADHD to actually pay attention to what's happening. So I will give that as a like a preface thing of like maybe that's a, con- a contributing factor here is just that because I could just listen I didn't have to pay as much attention. Um, but also, I just don't think the story was as captivating as other shows that we've watched have been. Still a good time. Still a good watch. Really good comedy. Just, like, more of a casual viewing experience, I think. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you enjoy D&D and D&D-related content and enjoy Critical Role. It's definitely worth a watch. Like it's not anime. Like it's definitely a cartoon. Like American made animation. Like yeah. definitely a cartoon. Yeah. But it was very enjoyable and it just kind of gave us something different at the end of the year. Yeah. Because we've got our anime awards and like end of the year wrap up shit to do next. So I was like, fuck it. Let's throw a curveball here at the end just because give us a little break from typical anime. Yeah, it's it. I fully agree. It's a cartoon. It's not anime, but it is still good. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. We should have just changed the name of the show at the very beginning during our intro to B and B cartoons. This is a missed opportunity. It is. We screwed it. We did wrong. I don't even know if we said the name of the show because, to be honest, my intro was not an intro, and neither was yours. Hmm. I think mine was a little bit more in line. Yours is yours probably made way most. I need a nap. By nap, I yeah. mean just like straight bed. Yeah, it 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 bedtimes. Let's wrap this bitch up, and then we can reconvene later this week for our final two episodes of the year. Yes, I want grog. Grog. Grog for best boy. Grog for best boy. You know what? I'll put him in the spreadsheet for Best Boy, and then we can fight over it for the Anime Awards. I want to hug Grog. Sure. I just... Why not? He seems really huggable. I don't... He really does. Yeah. Seems like he might break you with a hug, though. Yeah, but, like, fair. (laughs) (laughs) Would probably break me, too. Yeah. I just have to roll a little bit higher of a strength check to break me, though. Yeah. I like Grog. He's a good character. Scanlan, that first joke. So I am going to giggle about that for a week. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good joke. It, it is great. I really enjoy it. What are you doing to my daughter? <laughs> he like grabs him. Like, please continue. <laughs> uh, oh, it was so good. Such a good joke. Yep. Okay. And then Grog cuts off dude's hand and is like, can I keep this? Can I keep this? And like he has it later on. Like he- Yeah, like he does. It's great. Like just sitting outside of the tavern just whenever holding- they're trying to figure out what to do, and he's like playing with it, like pulling on yeah. the fingers. It's like when um when Grog and, and Scanlan are uh, by the fountain and they're supposed to be stealthily searching everybody, and then Scanlan sees the bad guy who they think is the bad guy and hides in the in the barrel. And then it pans to Grog, and he's also hiding <laughs> in the barrel, and he just doesn't fit. And it's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. 
Oh, that's such a dumb joke, but it makes me giggle. Uh, that's just D and D, though. Yeah. Like one hundred percent at the heart of this, it's literally just bullshit that you would get in D and D, and I think that's why I love it so much. Yeah, I uh, I have a running character joke with a, a, a lass at my coffee shop. Um, she's like, one day she just she just said like, "What if milk was spelt with a G?" And I was like, "What?" And she's like, <coughs> "What if it was just called Milg?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, why does that sound like a character name?" And she's like. It kind of does. Like it's had like an old grandma, and we started off with that, but then it turned into Milk being a Hobbit. Um, so Milk is is a, a running Hobbit character. Um, That's great. And uh, uh, Milk marries an orc named Chida, which is a, a chai cider, <laughs> <laughs> which is real good, by the way. If you put chai mix in apple cider, it's real good. That sounds interesting. It's it's real good. It's like a spicy cider. It's great. Um, oh, anyways. interesting. Goodbye. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look forward to our other shenanigans for the next two weeks. What's going to be our anime of the year? I don't know. I I genuinely don't remember what all we've covered. We're going to have to stare at the spreadsheet one day this week and be like, uh, this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember either. But we will remember after we've had full night's sleep and or not be sick. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Do be sure to check us out on all of our socials, BNB Anime, Brad Carter Gaming, Blue Lavender STM. You can find us pretty much everywhere except for me. I'm not on Twitter, but I do run the BNB Anime Twitter. So that's that's basically mine. Blue just checks it every now and then. Yeah, I lurk on all platforms, so may not interact, but absolutely do see you don't be weirdos also once i get through with my sickness i'm gonna go back to streaming again because i got some shit i want to stream like choo choo charles yeah and i'm done with school literally this week so then i have actual free time yeah so who knows what the first of the year is going to have in store for the both of us. Yeah. But in the meantime, y'all get to enjoy the anime awards. So be sure to check that out and love you all. Bye-bye. Bye.